Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from somewhere in Southern California <laughs> with my co-host coming to us from the garage within the Laz Lair in Venice Beach, California, Indy Laz Lazarus. What it is, Joe? How we doing? How we doing from I'm somewhere doing, in Southern California? I'm doing great. I am back in Southern California for, uh, I don't know, what's today? Wednesday? About 40, about call it 54 hours now. Yeah. And uh was desperate for some ocean time. Did you get it? I got it. Just got out of surfing. Ding. Uh, third point you, here in Malibu. Did you shred, bro? I sh- I did not shred. I was, I was shit today. Um, are which, you are you kind of longboard guy? Are you making a billion turns on your little shortboard? I'm making I'm I wouldn't say a billion, but I'm making yeah. I'm making a few turns on my shortboard. I uh I had a little like hard, hard carvings, hard carvings, throwing throwing buckets, just <laughs> chucking, yeah. chucking spray. But not today, not yeah. today. Um, I I rode a mm, fun to longboard. When I was in New York and just had a great day out in Montauk, yeah. and that was early on in my trip, and then today, <laughs> got back out here on my beloved Venice local shaper Guy Okazaki custom uh, creamsicle board, and just didn't have it today. But yeah. I just needed to get in the water. Tired from the plane. Yeah. Got plane legs. Yeah, had it a happens. little bit of plane legs. You know, sleeping. I went to Jack Johnson in Santa Barbara last night, so. Uh-huh. You know, had had was... concert legs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who else was at Jack Johnson? Uh was, was Kelly Slater there? I don't think so. I yeah. he, he probably goes to the local Hawaii shows or something like that. I feel like they're buds. Oh, they're they are buds. They're, yeah. They're North Shore buds. Yeah, there's they're probably Eskimo brothers a thousand times over. Well, you know, it's funny because Jack Johnson was talking a lot about his uh wife last night on stage. Oh, really? And uh he's been with the same girl since nineteen ninety three. They've been together twenty nine years. Mm. The guy's like the guy's forty five years old. I don't believe it. He's, that means no, either wait, Jack no, sorry, he's seventy five he's forty seven. Yeah. That means Jack Johnson is either a liar or a simp. I think he's a simp. Have you heard Jack Johnson's music? Yeah. It could be. I mean, it could be simpy. One of I don't hits, know. One of his hits is banana pancakes about making her <laughs> banana pancakes every day. Yeah. Well, I think he's, I think he's King Simp. <laughs> Maybe he's King Simp. <laughs> Poor bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good for him now. Yeah. You think she still likes banana pancakes? Probably over it at this point. Yeah, probably over. He's like, it. can we do just do blueberries so you don't have to sing the whole way through breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, Jack, you sing it, fuck it again. I'm gonna fucking murder your ass. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but uh, all in all, it's good, good to be back. It's good to be good, back. Good, good, good. Sunny Southern California. It's too rainy in New York. It was too cold. Yeah. We, I don't need all that. Is it? Uh, it's starting to get wintry out there. October first. Wasn't wintry, but we had you know 
we had the remnants of Ian come through. Okay. And, little you know, gust. A lot little of, gusty Romeo. Thank God I brought my windbreaker. A lot of windbreaker days. Yeah. So man, I'm not even sure if I own a windbreaker. When I went to Chicago, I, I did not have the right clothes. <laughs> did not. Yeah, I saw you guys pictures from the game. You guys just had garbage bags on. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Because it was a monsoon. Yeah. Because fuck Chicago. I mean, it's great town. Yeah. But God damn it. It was a beautiful day at Wrigley the day before. And then uh, it wasn't even like Hurricane Ian. It was just like Ian just just puking on yeah. puking water on us. Now, let's talk about it. Like, So Wrigley was cold and windy too no wrigley it was oh, a wrigley was picture the day, perfect the day the you day before wrigley. the day before uh hurricane chi town was 75 and and balmy at wrigley field yeah yeah and you saw the giants play yeah which is uh which is you know which is uh not great but they they won. They played their best. I knew maybe I mean I knew something was off when the Giants were like hitting home runs and and doing uh, great things on the field that something would be wrong with the Niners the next day. I couldn't I couldn't have it both. And both you ways. saw the one full Trey Lance game. Hmm. Hmm. I did. And, and now you're, and now you're when back they let him a boy. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. Played well. Played well on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The big play uh, that uh, throw to Debo, I don't care what anybody says. That was almost pick. That was almost pick six. Oh, it was almost pick. It was almost pick six. He except he overthrew it. Yeah, so yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was just out of the reach of being and a this, pick six. And this is coming off pick eight in Denver. Yeah, you know. Um, and then Kyle Shanahan, for some reason, was going to do one shot to the tight end. And he uh, throws it to his blocking tight end while George Kittle is blocking. Yeah. And his blocking t- tight end is out receiving. I don't know. But he's an offensive genius, they tell me. But you guys are... Two and two. Two and two. Yeah. Should be four now, but we're two and two. Yeah. Are two you guys two and two or are you three and one? We're three and one, baby. All right. We're Hang three and there. one. The, the, only loss, the only loss coming during Monday Night Football while I was there... Uh, the the loss being the second worst thing that happened that game I can't talk about I can't you talk can't about talk it. about the first thing that happened I can't talk about it I'm trying I'm trying to save I'm trying to save myself and yes. uh, I don't think talking about it's going to help but there was okay. an incident there was an incident in the Giants in the suite in the suite at the Giants game I'll just mm-hmm. put it out there I may or not I don't think my chances of going to Giants games on the arm are over. But I think yeah. the chance, I think the, ch- I think the chances of me appearing in the the literal Giants owner suite, I, I I'm at least on probation. Here's my question: Does somebody have to die before you get back to the owner suite? Um, probably, <laughs> probably. Yeah, it's the guy. It's it's the person we want to die anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but let me tell you something. Favorite. Let me tell you something yeah. else. Also. Mm. It may be in my last years on planet Earth. It may be. But when the person involved in my uh in my sort of incident, yeah, the younger the younger person involved in my incident um has moved into a position of power, you'll be I'm back. A, I'm going to be the hand of the king. 
Yeah. Like I then then he's gonna be like, I fucking I got you, yes. bro. This yes. is this is 30 years in the making, but I'll yes. never forget what you did. Yes. And I'll be like, Well, okay. I'll be good. Yeah. As long as you remember, like they say, the king shits and the hand wipes. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So much, so much, uh, so, so much, much wiping, so much layered drama to this fucking oh, incident. I, but. I, I mean, you told me on text, and uh, I'm certainly not going to say it now, but I am going to reread this text just to remind myself what happened. And uh, real quick, uh, yeah, yeah, problematic. Somebody's got to die. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't shouldn't have been problematic at all. Shouldn't have even yeah, been a no. problem. Shouldn't have been a problem, you know. And, and, and I, I don't think it's, you know. And I said, I said, listen, when you guys all to get together with your cloaks, and you either have to put a white ball or a black ball into the middle of your weird old table with a bunch of names <laughs> carved into it to decide right. whether or not I'm will be allowed back. <laughs> don't forget the many heroic moments in which I have saved members of this family. Yes. Yes. Don't let this want. Don't let this one incident cloud so many of the other things that I've done. Seriously. Seriously. I feel I feel like a cop where I'm like, don't forget about all the times I didn't shoot somebody. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget time. all the times I just pulled somebody over and gave them a speeding ticket and didn't shoot them for having a hoagie. But, <laughs> but I didn't even do anything wrong. With one hoagie. I didn't even yeah. do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Joe. It, it was um, it was overkill what they did. It was so overkill. the Gi the Giants are three and one. The Niners are two and two. We have baseball upon us, though. I mean, this is a baseball podcast after all. After all, and let's just celebrate the fact that the San Francisco Giants have been eliminated finally, after kind of like getting themselves into a situation where if they won their last five games, and the Phillies and the Brewers all both lost their five games. They would be in the playoffs. And I had Giants fans uh, calling me and being like, yo, it could happen. I'm like, please don't let it happen. Nobody wants to watch this team in the playoffs. Yeah. For Christ. No one wants to see that. So I'm glad the Giants have been finally eliminated. We don't have to watch Austin Slater play baseball anymore. So before we get into everything else that's going on with the postseason essentially set. Yes. Um. Give us a Bay Area baseball wrap up for 2022. You're happy that the Giants are done. Oh, so happy to see this team in the playoffs. No, it would just, it would just sort of, it'd be embarrassing. It'd be embarrassing, but it would also probably like make them feel like they're doing something right. Yeah, and, no, and it would make them feel that like they were doing something right and they can get by with the bare minimum again. Like, I get, I mean, the A's are ter the A's ownership is terrible. And like, but at least they're like, look, we don't even have our own stadium. We're not gonna pay for any players, but at least they scout well, you yeah. know, and they, you know, they develop well and then they sell them off. The Giants don't scout well, don't develop well, and only sign players who are 30 or above. Uh their team is weirdly white, weirdly lacking any uh Dominican or Caribbean or much flavor at all um, and doesn't pay for big time players nor draft big time players. So I don't want them in the playoffs. I want them to see how terrible they are and change their ways. Well, 
before again we get into okay follow up this this has spurned a lot of discussion topics mm-hmm. but first follow up do you want the A's to go to to Vegas cuz at this point I kind of want the at this point I wanted I wanted Oakland to save the A's but at this I, point I'm like I don't get I don't them think the it's up to Oakland there. I mean I I don't think it's up to Oakland I it's it's just like with anything like I don't think them going to Vegas is going to save the A's because it's still the same shit cheap ownership group no matter where you put them you know these are the same people who are going to take that money that they get from the Yankees and the Cardinals and all the teams that care the Dodgers and whoever Padres now and not reinvested in their team whether they're in Oakland or San or Oakland or Las Vegas do you so, think is, is the new stadium just the entirety of it though? Do they they want a new stadium? The city won't give them a new stadium. They don't want to pay for it because they're cheap. Bro, it's they're... They, they they own the gap. They right. can pay for a stadium. Right. They can find they can find some other tech billionaires to get involved and pay for the stadium. Right. They the the guy who owns Safeway build the giant stadium. Don't right. they want like Oakland to pay for the stadium like it's 1972 or something? Right. That's ridiculous. Well, let's get yeah. up. I mean, we've saved we saved the Padres. Right. No, we got to get rid of. Uh, let's uh, save the A's. Let's make the we next. Gotta, let's we got to get rid of. We do on the uh, thirty slides. John. John. Foster, something like that. Well, I'll figure out. Yeah, John Foster. Yeah. Um, condoms are for John Foster. Fuck, Fuck John, John Foster. Foster. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. We'll remember that sure at the I, end of the show. Let me make sure I, that's his name before I just say fuck some guy named John Foster. But yeah, that it's it's an ownership problem, man. Yeah. Uh yeah. John Fisher. John Fisher, thank you. John, John J. Fisher. Fuck John Fisher. And friends. Rob Manfred defends A's owner John Fisher. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Not surprising. Rob Manfred. The worst. The worst. The, the worst, worst, the worst, besides Bud Sealy, of course. Yeah. Hey, Bud um, Sealy's in the Hall of Fame, though. Now, my second, the second thing that mm-hmm. your Giants spending on players, et cetera, et cetera, spurned uh, is a guy that's been rumored because he didn't get the money this past offseason. And now mm-hmm. he's going to want he, all the money. All the money. So he bet uh, on himself and he hit 62 home runs. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge. Free agent. Congratulations. A lot of yeah. talk of uh, San Francisco Giants. Yeah, sure. Sure there is. Let me tell you what's going to happen. So we can save everybody all the time. Yeah. The Giants are going to offer the second most money and not get Aaron Judge. That's what's going to happen. In a strategic, knowing they, they don't. knowing They just want to be like, hey, we were in it. We yeah. were in it. But he wanted to go to the Yankees, I guess. Um, same thing that happened with Bryce Harper. They're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll give him $300 million. But oh, $325 million, $325 million is, is plainly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They just want to appear like they're spending the money, but they ain't going to do it. I'm going to repeat something that I said on Dirty Sports. Mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat something that I've said to every Yankee fan I've talked to over my two weeks in New York. I like does Aaron it have, Judge. Does it have anything to do with he's the real home run king now? No. Okay. Well, it has to do with him not being the real home run king. Okay, because he's not. Thank you. Um, 
I like Aaron Judge. I, I do was, too. I I was rooting for Aaron Judge to break sixty one. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I was rooting for Aaron Judge to break seventy three. Sure, but this idea that Aaron Judge is clean, first of all, what the fuck? How the fuck do you? Does anybody know? Didn't Nobody we already knows. do this? You fucking dumbasses. <laughs> Aaron judges look the same since the day he came into the big leagues, like a monster, <laughs> yeah. like a fucking superhero. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like also this, like, let's let Aaron judge do steroids and see how many hits. Um, Not a hundred. He won't hit a hundred, which is by the way, how many Barry bonds would have hit if they pitched to him. <laughs> yeah. No shit. The like Aaron judge didn't get walked. I don't know. Uh, Barry Bonds got walked 30 times more, like 30 oh, times, multiplication uh, more, not uh, 30, 30 yeah. extra times. Like, yeah. however many times uh, Aaron Judge got walked this year intentionally, uh, Barry Bonds had 100 more. Barry Bonds uh, was walked 200. Three. So, so let's, let's, first of all, let's start with this. The top three. Uh, most walks in a season ever are Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, and Barry Bonds. <laughs> 232, 198, and 177. 232. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we go down, I'm just look Aaron Judge, uh, 127 walks. And that would be, I don't even know if that's this year. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Judge this season uh, was walked 111 times. 111 times to Barry Bonds, 232, 198, 177. Not even talking about the same shit. Not only that, but many Barry Bonds walks were intentional, where he didn't even have the opportunity to hit a pitch that you were trying not to throw to him out of the fucking ballpark. And many um, more of those were unintentional intentionals. Right, which is obviously what Judge was dealing with a lot toward yeah. the end of the year, but sure. not but not throughout the year. But that was like the last week of the yes, season. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Barry Bonds was hitting against roided out pitchers too. Yeah. So, you know. Now, also, he didn't hit 73 home runs. He hit 62. Right. It's just not 73. Sorry. Yeah, I know Yankee. The Yankee fans are like, "This is our home run record. We have got three of the four guys, or whatever." I get it, but like, it was an incredible season. Aaron Judge is a great player, but until he does that four years in a row, you know, sixty plus with two hundred walks. I mean, they're not well. The same listen, we're we're probably not going to talk about this on the Dirty Sports tomorrow because we have a lot yeah. of we have a lot of other sports to talk about. But I will. I want to tell you the sentiment. That was put on Reddit uh-huh. regarding my this take. Yeah. Uh Joe and Andy Ruther sound like Patriots fans when they say everybody else was cheating too. And I'm like, how is that the fucking same thing? Everybody was cheating the exact same way in baseball. 
You go to yeah. everybodycheats.com or whatever the fucking Patriots propaganda site is. <laughs> the Patriots have been accused of videotaping other people's sidelines. And then it'll be like, look at the Giants. In 1975, two players were found to be faking injuries instead of calling a timeout. It's like, this is not the same thing as filming other teams' practices prior yeah. to playing them. Yeah. This isn't the same thing as deflating footballs and having your entire equipment staff have you in their phones as the deflator every team cheats some way yeah the patriots have a systematic history of cheating yeah in baseball everybody was taking steroids and barry Bonds everybody was still was the, the best. best at it yeah best by, at it. by a landslide yeah not close so not close that's the my... only reason he started taking steroids was because he was tired of fucking in his mind bums like sosa mcguire getting all the press um uh and you know in their 98 year and he he went 400 400 and was like okay now i'm gonna do it watch what i do yeah boom, 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 boom. yeah four mvps in a row 73 home runs whatever 232 walks well i'm glad we remain now you guys can add andy lazarus yeah add to, me on to, it add to me the, on to the reddit um okay. Barry bonds is the home run king the uh my new york mets had i mean People want to call it a choke. People want to call it a meltdown. I don't want to not call it that. Um, but mm -hmm. also we finished it wasn't the, ideal. Not yeah. I not an ideal ending to the season. It was not ideal. No. Um, when all is said and done, I know Braves fans are out there pounding their chest as well as their gigantic drums because they will continue to do things that are super racist in in uh <laughs> you know while while yeah. defending that it's like you know part of their fucking thing whatever so they're definitely beating their chests and drums that they bought you know in native american <laughs> often often native american etsy sites um but when all is said and done uh the mets and the braves finished with the exact same record uh Braves nine wins 101 101 wins that's a hell of a season the hell of a season. The hell of a season. 101 wins for both the Mets and the Braves. The Met, the Braves winning the division on a 7-6, 13-game tiebreaker. Um, the Mets essentially had to win one game in Atlanta this past weekend to own the tiebreaker. Should this situation have come up, then they would be uh they would be in. Obviously, if they had won that one more game in Atlanta, they'd also have 102 wins, and Atlanta would have 100 wins, and they'd be in. They didn't. Um, I've been talking to a lot of Mets fans. A lot of Mets fans have a lot of opinions. Um, I already expressed some of my opinions on the Dirty Sports Podcast. We'll try to reiterate, but instead of reiterating my opinions, because most of the people who listen to this show also probably listen to Dirty Sports, I will say I, I want to talk about some of the other opinions out there. Um, a lot of choke job, a lot of we're not that good. We're you know we are we don't nut up when the time comes. Um, to which I say uh, nonsense. Um, this team has had a lot of huge comeback wins this this year. Um, they have hit the last three games of the season, um, and I feel like their offense is in a good place. Um, my opinion on them blowing the division is simple. They uh, The Braves were 10, actually 10 and a half, Exactly. Games better from June 1st till now 
Um, the Braves played like 850 baseball. Um, we played pretty good. Uh, and obviously good enough to finish with 101 wins. Um, the situation in the weekend in Atlanta, I think comes down to one thing and one thing alone. And this is what I will reiterate from the dirty sports podcast. Uh, Jacob deGrom has not looked like himself for two and a half games. And I think when he went down there on Friday and didn't just shove and they got a win, I think that gave them all the confidence that they needed for the rest of the weekend. I think if mm-hmm. DeGrom goes down there and we win, first of all, we obviously have the tiebreaker. And second of all, I think it probably changes the rest of the weekend. Scherzer pitched fine, um, but the offense didn't really show. And I think uh, Bassett. It's been, yeah. Uh, sorry, but like, just tell me if I'm wrong here. It just seems from just afar, generally the problem has been with the Mets offense has been unable to score in the past week or so. Like just not like McNeil's hitting, but basically been pretty sporadic up and down the lineup. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, for sure. Um, and, and the big thing, which has not really been talked about enough. I know that, that Braves fans want to cry that, you know, some asshole like Marcelo Zuna has to miss games because he, you know, beat up another hit girl while drunk driving or whatever. <laughs> uh, but Starling Marte got hit in the finger and has been out the better part of a month with no timetable to return. And he was a huge guy in that, in, in that, that lineup, two, in that two hole yeah. uh, speed uh, oftentimes um, hitting home runs early in games, get the Mets yeah. on the board early. Um, I would bet, I would bet 75% of his home runs this year were hitting the first three, three or four innings. Yeah. Like in his, I would bet 75% of his home runs were hitting his first two at bats. Tight pants too. Tight, Tight pants, pants guy. Yeah. Huge. You know, listen, every team deals with injuries, but uh, the Mets tend to like have a thing where th- they're a streaky bunch. Pete Alonso is a streaky hitter. Even McNeil, who's pretty consistent is streaky. He'll get hot for, he'll get like super duper hot. Escobar streaky. Uh, Lindor, very streaky. Marte, pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. And so having him out of the lineup uh, was really tough. That being said, um, and I said this on Dirty Sports, I think the Mets, it comes down to, and and this is for the chances against the Padres, this is for the chances against the Dodgers, obviously, and this is for their chances against whoever may make the NLCS, um, that if we don't have proper Jacob deGrom, none of this matters. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, this is where your star has got to carry you. This is what it all comes down to. You know, your manager has to uh, not be a disaster, not fuck up. And your star has got to carry you. You're, du- you're dudes. It's, it comes down to dudes. You know, sometimes, you know, you'll have a, you'll have a guy who, who just gets super hot in the playoffs. Who's not necessarily a dude, dude, but that's, that's usually a hitter. Um, The guy for the Braves last year, number eight, you yeah. know, he got real hot, you know, but um, it's usually your stud, your stud pitchers from from the season have got to be the guys who carry you. And really. and and Scherzer, Max Scherzer, you know, obviously historically a incredible pitcher. But yeah, I think we knew 
that there was a potential just like last year that late in the year, we might not have hall hall of fame caliber Scherzer and, but he'll battle. He's going to, he'll be, you know, I like, I like a Max Scherzer against just about any team's number two, um, at least sure. put up a fight. Yeah. At least put up a fight, but and Jacob DeGrom doesn't have to be peak DeGrom. He just has to be Jacob. Very, very, very good DeGrom. This last two and a half games, uh, he was pitching great. And then all of a sudden he kind of fell apart at the end of a game, gave up a couple bombs. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And then he goes to Oakland. He gets lit up in Oakland, the worst team in baseball. Then he gets lit up in Atlanta. And I don't know if it's injury, if it's tipping pitches, if there's something wrong with his mechanics all of a sudden, but this happened a few years ago. This is now four years back or whatever. He had a he had a meltdown game against the Yankees, and after that game, he tore off the rest of the season and the rest of the next two years and won multiple Cy Youngs and whatever. So but he's due. He's due, but we'll see because it's you haven't seen two and a half games in a row like this. And and if we have Pete Degrom, I don't really care if we have the wild card or the fucking no, Middle East matter. or whatever. But if we you got the guy, if we don't have him. I really don't like our chances at all. I honestly, if we don't have, if we don't have very good Degrom, I don't like our chances of getting through San Diego. No, no. But and this if is they, if they beat it, it, it's it's exactly what would happen and exactly what did happen in that Atlanta series. If you go into a three game series with the Padres and you start Jacob Degrom in Game One and he loses, they're going to feel like the kings of the world. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So you're starting Scherzer Game One. That's what's going on. I believe we're starting to ground, but it has okay. yet to be. It has yet to be determined. Okay, as, as far as I know, it is yet to be determined. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, you got to go with your best guy, and you know you can't think, oh, well, if we lose with Degrom, then they're gonna get super confident or whatever. You guys got to lead with your best horse and let them, you know, let it go. Yeah, you got to start your dudes. Game one guys are your best guys. And you know? listen, if they start if they start Max Scherzer in game one, I'm not super fucking worried about it either. Like the I believe right now that that on Friday in New York, it's a three game series in New York. Mm-hmm. Um I believe on Friday, you so Darvish is starting for San Diego. We are undecided. Okay. So it goes first two games in New York, last game in San Diego. All three games in New York. Oh shit. Essentially these wild card series, which I actually like, yeah, are three game sets like they were being played in the regular season. You go one, two, three, three days Whoever's in a row. Whoever's got the best record's got the home. Three no. days in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We get three wild card games. Hot. We get well, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have four wild card games across baseball. Yeah. Padres Mets, Rays Guardians, Phillies Cardinals. Mariners, Blue Jays, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Tuesday, we start the NLDS and the ALDS. All right, on. Well, let's uh let's uh let's let's get into these matchups. What let's do we start think? where let's start where we started. Start where the home is. Padres right? Mets. Padres Mets. Now, I think just if you really just look at everybody involved in this series and everybody in the lineup, you go position by position. I like the Mets. I like the Mets, right? Listen, I mean, like, I like Pete Alonso more than I like 
Will Myers, who's playing first for San Diego? Hosmer. Yeah. You know, Uh, McNeil, who's playing second base? Cronenworth, somebody? Right? Yeah. I mean, he's been playing. Yeah. Yeah. You call that, I call that a draw. Shortstop. I like, yeah. I like Lindor more than whoever is replacing Tatis. Yeah. I like, I like Machado better than your guy. Yeah. Um, I like Soto but better than whoever you got in right field, probably. Right. Not Marte. Not well, I mean not Marte, yeah. right? I mean it's but it's, but yeah, no, I'm saying it's not Marte. It's not gonna it's be not Marte. Marte. And that so, that would be a conversation, but yeah. But Nimmo versus I don't know who's playing center yeah. field for San Diego. It's either Will Myers or you know, another guy hitting two twenty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. And then you look at the I mean, so position by position, I like your guys. Yep. I like you guys better. Now, this, Pitch, you're starting. Pitching wise, basically, here's the matchups, or here's the three in the three. It's right. Darvish, uh, Snell, Snell, and uh, Musgrove. Yes. Okay, which is a nice one, two, three. And the Mets have Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett, which is a nice one, two, three. Yeah. Now, if you get peak DeGrom, you should really be in good shape. Totally. You know? And and here's the thing with game one. If you're listen, DeGrom has been very consistent throughout his career. Uh you Darvish, way less so. You, yeah, you, way less if so. you're a Padres fan, you gotta be saying the same thing. We need peak you Darvish. Yeah, or you Darvish peak has been Blake the, Snell. Yeah. Is Blake Snell not peak Blake Snell anymore ever since they took him out of the World Series? He's thrown a no hitter or whatever. Yeah. He has been he has been different than he was that year for sure. But yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to pitching. I think uh it, whoever wins game one, mm-hmm. what despite the fact that it's in New York, takes control of that series. It also um, comes down to these managers. Yeah. Comes down to these managers, boy. Like uh Padres have Bob Melvin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Been a very good manager for a long time. You know, I don't know who to blame the the A's playoff losses on, whether that's the manager, the or Billy Bean, or you know, the lack of high priced talent. I don't know. But at the same time, you know, Buck Showalter doesn't have a tremendous playoff record. Yeah. Um, but it's like who uh, who blinks first between yeah. these two guys? I like Buck a lot. I uh, like Buck too. I I you know, like I don't think he's lost every playoff series he's been in. He just no. hasn't won the World Series. I know? like Buck a lot. I like Buck at home. I like Buck managing this team after what they've gone through. I like the way they're hitting right now. I like Jeff McNeil. I like Pete Alonzo in a playoff game, in a playoff series. I like Lindor. I like this team. But the bottom line is if DeGrom or Scherzer lose game one, I don't like this team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It should be fun. I mean, there's two really talented teams. Um, it should be a blast. I like the Mets. I think Dragrom's going to come out and be the guy. Um, you know, I mean, look, if I had to bet something significant on a game started by Jacob Dragrom versus you Darvish, I would go Dragrom. Well, I'll, t- I'll I tell you this. I would go Darvish. This is something that makes me confident even though it really shouldn't in game one the Mets are minus 135 and they don't know who's starting it is you Darvish versus undecided Mets are minus right. one thir- Mets are minus 135 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Scherzer right now on uh oh no, this is Friday. You guys start Thursday, right? Nope, we start Friday. Yeah, say Scherzer Friday. right now on MLB.com. Interesting. That's what it says. And then we're getting a TBD TBD for both of these guys right now on MLB.com. So it is not safe to assume that Jacob Degrom will start on Friday or that Max Scherzer will follow him in Game Two. Official, two hours ago, Anthony Decomo, Max Scherzer. I was surfing. Max Scherzer will start Wild Card Game One for the Mets on Friday. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm Are fine you? with that. I'm fine truly? with that. I'm fine with that. You okay? Yeah. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. And here's why. I wouldn't be okay with that. Here's why. I like Scherzer to go compete. DeGrom is the ultimate competitor. Right. I love DeGrom to go compete. But there is something happening with DeGrom, and I don't know what it is. And so if that extra day is helpful for him sorting that out, I'm okay with that. I am not. I'm confident that Max Scherzer goes out and pitches really well. And fuck you, okay. Darvish. The and, reason and here's the I other don't thing. like it. Okay, here's the ahead. other thing. If you go out and you beat Jacob DeGrom in game one, you feel fucking great. That's exactly what happened in Atlanta. We never should have fucked with the rotation. DeGrom should have started you know, game two or game three or whatever. Mm-hmm. You go out. He's the he's the best pitcher in baseball when he's on. Whether if he's on or not, whatever, whether something's wrong with him. If a team goes out and beats him in game one, I think it gives you all the momentum in the world. Max Scherzer is great and is a Hall of Famer but it's not current Jacob DeGrom. Okay. Okay. So it's Wednesday night. They announced this, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes me feel like they think something's up with DeGrom. Cause why would they just leave it TBD? You know, because now if you announce Max Scherzer is the Friday starter, like I don't want to be the one that goes tells Max Scherzer that he's not starting Friday, starting Saturday, tomorrow, right? Or I Friday. Think, I, I think that they just got to get this sorted out as soon as possible so everybody can go through their normal day thing. I mean, tomorrow, right. tomorrow's the day before the game for somebody. Yeah. So I think you just yeah. got to decide and be like, hey, prepare, right, well, prepare tomorrow. Maybe they did Friday. it. All right. Well, I still like going with your number one guy and number one, but if he's not, you know, you know, if he needs an extra day's rest, then he needs an extra day's rest, you know? And then if you win that game, you've got to grab going Saturday and city field is fucking bumping. Yeah. And then let's yeah. go, let's shut it down. Let's get an extra day. Let's get yeah. back to Tuesday or whatever it is. You can get, you can get a, you can get a Max Scherzer back early in that series. Um, I'm fine with it. All uh, right. I'm fine with it. And also, I like Max Scherzer in a fucking gunfight, in a who blinks first, in a in a fucking Doc Holiday versus Johnny. What's it? What Ringo? The fuck Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo. Yeah. I, li- I like Max Scherzer versus you, Darvish. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. yeah. Give me Crazy Eyes Scherzer. I give, mean, me yeah, crazy, I give, me- give me Crazy Eyes Scherzer over fucking you, Darvish. I would I would take uh, Max. I would, if I was betting something significant, it was between Max Scherzer and you, Darvish. I would. Take Max Scherzer as well, you know, even older, crazy-eyed, 
Max Scherzer. He's still nuts. Yeah. You know, I believe him. All right. We both like the Mets. Let's go. Yeah. You, you like him more Let's than go, I do. Mets. You like him more than I do, and that makes me happy. And that makes me confident. I, 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 I do. I I don't have – I mean, I've spent a lot of time over the year, over the past couple of years, like pumping up the Padres, and they've been a little bit – I'll be honest. I'm glad they made the playoffs this year, but a little bit of a disappointment to me. Rays, Guardians, Cleveland's minus 125 in game one. Cleveland will be hosting the entire series. Uh, game one is uh, the Battle of the Shanes. Bieber. Bieber and McClanahan. Okay. Um, McClanahan's been the dude for them this year, huh? I mean, McClanahan's been good. 12 and 8, yeah. 254 ERA. You know, third in the AL and whip. Like, yeah, he's been really, really good for them. I'm gonna say it right now. Um, I like Cleveland. I like the I like that they switched their name to the Guardians. Um, I like I like this, I like the Cleveland baseball team. I don't like the city of Cleveland or the state of Ohio at all. Um, uh, but I like that, you know, I've always enjoyed the Cleveland baseball team, now the Guardians. I think the Rays win this series. I have a hard time betting against the Rays, man. They've got a lot of playoff experience now. Like, I like Tito more than I like Kevin Cash because I'll never forgive Kevin Cash for taking uh, Blake Snell out of that game at that point. Um, but uh, the Rays are, are battle-tested. And they're tough. And um, I have a hard time betting against them. I know this Cleveland team is very good. And has been good all year. Yeah, and they deserve being the uh, the home team here. And uh, they got dudes up and down the lineup. And Shane Bieber's a guy, and fucking Tito's a guy. Um, but man, I just seen the Rays just just do it every year, and we're always like, oh my god, it's the ALCS, and the Tampa Bay Rays are here again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're on the there. so we're on the same page. We got Mets. We got yeah. Rays. Yeah. Uh, we go to what's probably my favorite series besides Mets Padres. Phillies Cardinals is going to be fun, but probably my favorite series. Blue Jays Mariners. Blue Jays Mariners all in Toronto. Uh, the ninety two win Blue Jays versus the ninety win Wild Card Mariners. Um, we don't have. Let's go to Friday's game. We've got Alec Manoa. Yep. And Castillo. And Castillo. Woo. It's nice. Um kind of kind of along the same lines of the Mets. Kind of like going around the going around the just the lineups, the player for player. I think I like Toronto more. You know? The, um the question I guess is. You you don't really have a ton of playoff experience any anywhere either here. way, and you um, got a home team. Um, who's who's managing? Uh, who's managing Toronto? I don't even know the Toronto manager. It's terrible. Hold on, let me find out. Um, but player for player, I like I like uh, Toronto's lineup more. Um, John, John Schneider. John Schneider. Okay. Uh, that's kind of dicey. Who's yeah. this guy? He's so been, we don't know how we don't know how he's gonna do. Right. 
Um, I think that that was the that was the that was the move they made uh, this year. Yeah. Um, he to this guy he was named the manager interim manager until the end of the season after Charlie Montoya got fired. That's right. They made the okay. move. That's that's the move they made this year. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, they were already an ascending team. So this guy kind of got him over the over the hump, but we don't we have no idea how they'll do in uh in the in the heat of the playoffs. And this is is Scott Service the manager for the Mariners still? Yeah, Scott Service. Uh listen, man, I've got fucking at, at the absolute best, I've got the NL under control. But yeah, the Scott Service is the uh Mariners manager. Okay. So we don't, yeah, it's inexperience on inexperience. If I'm looking at um, Manoa and Kevin Gossman versus Castillo and uh, is it Robbie Ray? Well, they, they have their, their MI. Oh, their no, T- no, no. Sorry. The Blue Jays have Robbie Ray. They're TBD after okay. Friday, at least according to. Uh, you know, the app I'm on. So I'm going with game one, but I'll tell you what, I like the Mariners. I do like the Mariners. This is the same thing I just said about Rays Garden. I like the Mariners. I'm excited the Mariners are in the playoffs. I root Me for too. the Mariners. Uh, uh, love Safeco. Love Julio Rodriguez. J-Rod. Um, Stud. I, I like all the people that I know from Seattle. Now that many of them have figured out that I was right about Russell Wilson the whole time. Um, they've, they've been really apologetic. They've been, you know, they, they've, they've seen the error of their ways. Um, and now I've, I've always liked the Mariners. I like Mariners uniforms, I like Mariners stadium, I like Mariners history. I like, you know, that the fucking stadiums on Edgar Martinez way. I like, I like the Mariners. I got the blue Jays three games at home. I think it's going to be a good series, but I got the blue Jays. I think it's going to be a good series, too. I was just uh, – like, we were doing top two pitchers in each team. I was like, okay, Luis, Louis Castillo and Logan Gilbert versus Alec Manoa, Kevin Gossman. Yeah. It's pretty tight. And I, I kind of like – I kind of like the Blue Jays guys a little more and at home. Blue and- Jays have a bullpen problem for sure. They've got an experience problem. they got young players. But, like, I think this is the Blue Jays – um, the, the lineup for the blue Jays and all those big leaguers kids. Like, I think this is where America and the world finds out about wow, how good these guys, these, these guys are hit. really good. Yeah. Um, I like the experience with Springer. Um, yes, yeah, um, we got, we got a world series champion on the blue Jays, Yeah, you know, and uh, Gossman was in the playoffs last year with the giants. Um, so I, I'm gonna go Blue Jays on this. We've have we agreed on everything so far? Yeah, so far until yeah. until and I have a feeling we're gonna agree on this one. But you know, let's go Seattle. If you get past this, I'm rooting for you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm rooting for the winner of that series. Absolutely against you know it'll probably be. I think would that series be? Um, the winner of that series would play the Astros. So yeah. we're all rooting. We're all rooting for the winner <laughs> Every, of that series. Everybody's the Astros because yeah. the deal is the number one seed, which is the Astros and the Dodgers, will not have to play another division winner until the wild until the uh, championship series. 
Yeah. So the Rays and Guardians will get matched up. The winner of that series will get matched up against the Yankees. The winner of the Mets Padres series will get matched up against the Dodgers. Um, the winner of the Phillies Cardinals will get the Braves and the winner of Mariners Blue Jays will get the Astros. So, um, and that's even, you know, that's even with 92, the, the Guardians win 92 games and the Rays win 86 games and the Blue Jays 92 and the Mariners 90. And listen, the, you know, the Mets would have to play the Dodgers, even though they have eight more wins than the Cardinals because they right. don't, they don't get to play a division winner. So that's the final um, series Phillies Cardinals uh, three games in St. Louis, the 87 win car, uh, the 87 win Phillies team against the 93 win Cardinals team. And that there you have it. Well, I mean, I I'd be shocked if you didn't like the Cardinals too. I'm really, I'm I'm really not anti Philly in the sense. I'm not anti Philly or anything. I just think like, this is, this is Yachty's last year, Pujols last year. They've got an MVP candidate. They've got um, the best third baseman in the world. You know, uh, they have a ton of experience. And one of the Phillies' problems is they don't field the ball very well. Right. Oh, you're and, going full Keith Hernandez. This this is uh do you well, know about I the, mean this, no, I didn't. I didn't know about this. You know this. about this? Okay, so okay. Keith Hernandez, who by the way, it was out for the second half of the, the for the last couple of weeks of the season because he fell off a curb in New York City while holding his phone and his glasses and refused to brace his fall. He had uh Andy Lazarus style shoulder surgery. Oh uh, shit! Be- because he refused to break his fall because he didn't oh, want to drop his glasses or his phone. Keith Hernandez, uh, just throw your fucking glasses, man. You're rich. Yeah, yeah. Get, get new glasses. Yeah. Um, the he was he at so Keith Hernandez doesn't do even when he's healthy. He doesn't do all the Mets games. Yeah. Um, he I think uh uses his captain status on that '86 team to big dick. Ron Darling. And I believe the way it goes is he decides which games he's going to do. And Ron Ron has to do the other ones (laughs) when they're not, when they're not together. And I'm sure Keith will hear, you know, that's my daughter's birthday or whatever. But as far as I can tell, Keith essentially makes the schedule for the three. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, He was about a month, six weeks ago, something like that. Uh, they, they were talking about the Philly series and, uh, Gary Killen was like, we'll, you know, see you for the Philly series. He's like, I'm actually, I don't do Philly series that Ronnie does a Philly series. And he's like, Oh, you specifically don't do. And he's like, yeah, I don't like watching them. They can't, the, their fundamentals are terrible. <laughs> they don't catch the ball really well. <laughs> and Philly's fans lost their fucking mind. And literally since that day, if the Mets make an error, error you can see Phillies fans tweeting about it oh really like, where's Keith Hernandez I didn't know now? that yeah well look uh the very few Phillies games I've seen it's been a problem yeah it's been a problem I mean like you know Juan Segura is Juan Segura yeah you know and uh I think JT Romero is a really good player but he's a better hitter than he is a catcher I yeah. think um you know Bryce Harper's Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, so if I'm betting on something, I, I would bet on Yachty. 
Um, who's my guy, the greatest first third baseman in the world? Arnado. From the Rockies. Arnado. Uh, Goldschmidt, you know. Uh, probably the NL MVP. Yeah. Like, I bet on those guys who have been in huge playoff series before and uh, catch the ball. Straight now, up. here's the wild card, I think, uh, for this series, which is you do have Wheeler going game one. Yeah. And you do have Nola going game two. I mean, if you get a good performance from Wheeler, you have the potential to steal the series. Um, but I'll say this. I like I like the Cardinals kind of even if they lose game one. I like you're gonna have to murder the Cardinals six times and make sure they're dead and then maybe burn the body before like you know I will count them out. So I mean the, the Cardinals are just tough. They're always tough. I'll say they're this hard too. to kill. I'll say this about this Cardinals team. Um, and I was just talking to my buddy about this prior to coming on the show. Um, the Mets, had they won the division, would have had the winner of this series, and it Ooh. would have been it would have been Cardinals Phillies. Now we yeah. own the Phillies. We right. absolutely fucking own the Phillies, including uh, Keith Hernandez living rent free in their heads. Yeah, we own the Phillies, <laughs> yeah. but. I was essentially assuming, as I am now, that the Phillies wouldn't get through that series. Right. And the I mean, we have we have a lot of problematic baseball teams in Mets history, teams that we don't want to play. And one of those teams is the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Now, I said before this show started, I actually don't even mind having to play the Dodgers, should we get there, in a five-game series. I kind of like a, sh- a shorter series against the Dodgers because they're going to hit so goddamn much that like maybe you get a couple good performances from your pitchers and you fucking sneak out of there with three games. You don't have to go like seven games. It's going to fucking, yeah, that offense is going to wear you out. Now, that being said, what I don't love about this uh, uh, potential, we're jumping ahead, but what I don't love about, about a potential series with the Dodgers is you're going to have to have pitch Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom games one and two in San Diego. They're probably not your game one or two starter. Either of them are probably not your game one or two starter in a second series. That being said, I don't want any fucking part of this Cardinals team. I like, listen, Wainwright, Wainwright, Flaherty, like those guys are tough. The reason Um, I bring it up. I haven't seen this miles Nicholas guy yeah. pitch at all um but like just the experience and the know-how and and bush stadium and everything the reason i bring it up is not to get ahead of ourselves and assume that the mets are going to win a series but yeah. my point is if you're the braves i don't think you want any part of this cardinals team if you're the fucking dodgers you're probably happy you don't see this cardinals team until a fucking nlcs the yeah. Cardinals are motherfuckers. They're, They're motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Yeah. And, and they do every all the little things right. And They're they not going to beat themselves. They got some pool holes magic. They got some Yachty magic. magic. They got some Arenado magic. Yeah. They got that Tyler O'Neill roid head magic. I don't want. I definitely <laughs> didn't. I definitely, you know, I didn't want the Cardinals 
in a fucking five-game series. Now, that's just going to have to fucking happen. Uh, but, you know, that's going to have to happen for, for somebody. But as a Mets fan, I know it seems crazy, and I'm not looking ahead. But should it happen? I'm not super. I'm not. I'm not especially <laughs> more scared of the Dodgers. I can say that. Yeah. In five. Well. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, the Dodger offense is next level. Um, but Urias and Kershaw, without Walker Bueller, they seem beatable to yeah. me. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, um. Goslin is lights out and Urias is lights out, but they also have that manager who's not to be trusted. So let's just, let's just do a, like a, we're going to do, what we're going to do is we're going to do a half a skip ahead. We're not going to, we're not going to, we'll, what we'll do is we'll do another episode of this podcast. No, let's just do another episode with the next, the next round. But I will, I will say this since we just made our predictions, Mets win, Rays win, Blue Jays win, Cardinals win. Yeah. You have a Astros. Uh, you have an Astros um, Blue Jays series. You That's have a Yan- you have a Yankees Rays series. That's been done before. That you have be a Mets Dodgers series. Yeah, and you have a Braves Cardinals Cardinals series. series. Let's right. not talk about those series those potential series specifically, but. Let's do a half a skip ahead and just say, who do you think is playing in the World Series? Here we are at the beginning of the playoffs. I believe my preseason prediction was Mets, Blue Jays. Yeah. I don't know what mine was. Who do you Um, believe at this point plays in the World Series? um, (laughs) I think the Astros play in the World Series. Kind of hate to say I do, too. (laughs) Um, but you know, at least Dusty's still Dusty's still managing that team, right? So they're a little more likable. Yeah, they're um, a little bit more likable, and they're a little, but they're also a little bit more like. Does Dusty give you more or less hope that they are? Uh, they're also possibly more beatable too. Right with Dusty, right? <laughs> right, they are. They are. Um, and uh. I think it's going to, I think, I mean, I don't know, man. I think it's probably, uh, I'll go Dodgers Astros uh, 2017 revenge tour. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Dodger offense is incredible, but I think they're beatable too. You know, I, uh, I think the Dodgers Mets Cardinals. Who's the last, uh, uh, Braves, yeah. I mean, Cardinals Astros would be cool just for the stadiums. I think this, both the stadiums would look good on TV. Yeah, yeah. But um, watch it be the Phillies and the fucking Blue Jays. Yeah, <laughs> in a, in a fucking Joe Carter. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toscano Hernandez walk over. Darren Dalton, Joe Carter run back. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I don't feel uh, super great about my preseason prediction at all. Yeah, but what, I have, Mets Blue Jays. But you gonna you, stay with I, it? I've never been a man that you could get you could get him off his fucking spot. Double yeah. down, <laughs> double down. Yeah, I don't know what I said. I don't, would have to. I have to look at it and see what I said. I don't know. I can't remember what what I said. 
Um, but uh, yeah. Now, this all being said, watch the Phillies uh, run the table, make all sorts of plays to win the World Series. <laughs> right. Um, I want to add one thing before we get into like just kind of some some news that's going on. Um, Jeff McNeil, Mets Jeff McNeil today uh, won the batting title. Congratulations. Um, he now leads Derek Jeter in career batting titles one to zero. <laughs> MLB batting title too. I thought. I think. Oh, did he? It was he. Yeah, he the, yeah, yeah. The highest average in baseball. The guy who, the guy who uh, uh, won the AL hit uh, ended up three sixteen. Yeah. So Jeff kid McNeil, kid from high, the Twins, highest uh, highest batting average in all of baseball. Uh, uh, these are the top headlines from ESPN's baseball page right now. Uh, Buck Show Walter says Marte unlikely for the wild card series. I think that hurts us, but really it's just yes. about our pitching staff. Get him out, keep him out, let the pitchers do it, stay healthy. Let's let's get him for a, a Dodger series. Yeah. Um, Phil Nevin loses the interim tag and will manage the Angels in uh, 2023. What? How how do we save the Angels, Andy? What possible difference does it make? Um, uh, the Angels. Uh, one. I think number one, you need a new stadium. That place is dead. And it needs to be not where Disneyland is because right. it's a, it's a secondary thing. Like people come for Disneyland and they're like, Oh man, Disneyland is too crowded. Wow. Should we go see an angels game? Right. You know what I mean? It's gotta be its own thing. Maybe put it in Newport beach. Yeah, I'm sure the new the hills, the hills of Newport. <laughs> I don't know where to put it. Put, um, it in a, put it in Irvine, right next to the spectrum. Turn the whole fucking thing in a. Sure. Yeah. Put it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, focus on. I don't know. Getting some fucking pitching. It's. It feels like. It feels like this team, you know. Just. You've got two super duper duper stars and then a bunch of yawns, you know, basically. Yeah. You know, it's just too bad because they went and they got Rendon. He got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. yeah they, but... they always, that's true. They always go for big time free agents and uh, it never quite works out. So maybe they just need to get Dominican Academy, like I've been telling the Giants to get <laughs> and start drafting, man. I don't know. I, I, I think they got to move from that stadium because there, there's no energy in that stadium. And yeah. I don't know if it's cursed or what. It's, it's also just, I mean, it's Orange County. Yeah. Uh, manager Mike Matheny and pitching coach Cal Eldred were fired by the Kansas City Royals immediately after their season ends. Like, uh, listen, I get. Didn't we know the Royals were going to stink to high heaven? Yeah. Also, the Royals had a nice little run there. At the, much at the fucking, you know, much to the dismay of the 2015 Mets season, which I certainly was, I was essentially solely responsible for happening. Yeah. Um, but um, besides that, it's always been besides that and the World Series that they lost to you guys. It's always been let's have some of the best player, best young players in baseball. Let's fucking sell them off for parts and start the whole process over. Like the idea that you're going to fire a manager when, you knew you were going to suck. Yeah. You sucked. And then, okay, so you fire the manager. Why don't you just fire him at the beginning of the season then? Yeah. I you love know? that, by the or way. Or not have a manager. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is part of the Royals ownership group. 
these days. And I just find it hilarious that his brother can still be doing TikTok dances on the sidelines of his games, but he <laughs> has the audacity to okay a fire, fire Mike Matheny. <laughs> fire your brother. Is it, if fucking if whatever the fuck his dickbag brother, they should just like do a little big league. Uh, and just oh, uh, just it. just have uh, Jackson Mahomes, James Big Jackson Mahomes, manage the Royals. Yeah, what difference is it could possibly make? Um, there is a sports memorabilia auction house that has offered two million dollars to the fan who caught uh, Aaron Judge's sixty-second home run. Um, J.P. Cohen, president of Memory Memory Lane Inc in Tustin, California, which if you ever listen to the radio in Los Angeles, you know, you've heard the name a lot, told the Associated Press on Wednesday he has texted and emailed Corey Umans, the man who caught Judge's Milestone shot Tuesday night at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. Cohen said, Umans has not replied yet. I feel the offer is way above fair if he's inclined to sell it. $2 million. Who, 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 to me, this is like, this is like the 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 son's owner wanting four billion or whatever. Except that makes sense because uh, in the end it'll the return. But who's this guy's gonna have it for two million so he can resell it? How much is he fucking reselling it for? Who's spending know. three million dollars to have a fucking piece of memory? Aaron uh, Judge memorabilia. I listen. Uh, first of all, I always feel that anybody who's into memorabilia is sketchy as shit. Yeah. And that being said, if I caught the ball, I I would be on the next plane to Tustin, California to sell that ball for $2 million. <laughs> I mean, sure. Absolutely. And to me, to me, I don't I they've been doing this this whole run with Judge. I just I've seen the Mookie Wilson ball pass through so many hands. Yeah. Let me ask you something. As a non-biased as a man who's not a fan of the New York Mets and is not a hater of the New York Yankees, two things that I would describe myself yeah. as. Yes. Lover of the New York Mets, hater of the New York hater Yankees. Hater of the Yankees. Yes. The fucking Mookie Wilson ball is way more important than this, right? From the base- Mookie Wilson ball that dribbled through Bill Buckner's legs? Is, so- is essentially solely responsible for the Mets' last World Series? Yeah, that's true. That's Bit, true. But this bigger, is 62, which is the American League home run single season home run record. The American League right? single right. season home run record. To me, they're both equally not interesting, and I wouldn't pay seven dollars for either of them. <laughs> like I like okay, here's it. Oh, let's let's play this game. Here's a fun game to play. Yeah. As a non Yankees fan. Yes. Let's take the Mookie Wilson ball out of this right now. Let's make this all right. about the judge. As a non-Yankees fan. Yes. But a big baseball fan. Yes. And a guy with, let's, let's you have some money. I don't have $2 million for baseball. No, you don't have $2 million. Okay, let's say, let's say I ended up with the Aaron Judge baseball. Yes. And I say, last. Yes. I don't really want to give it to one of these memorabilia dipshits. Okay. But I could use some dough and I've yes. got a piece of baseball history. Yes. If a, if I get an offer for, that can that can, you know, put a little money in my pocket from a friend of mine who I love. Yeah. 
the co-host of my baseball podcast. I'm going to give you a good deal. Are you pawning this ball to me? Yeah, but I want it. But what I'm asking you is in this. What would I pay for it? Make me an offer. Joe, honestly, because I love you. I'd be like, I I, I give you a thousand dollars for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'd be like, Joe, go sell this to this man in Dustin for two million. I don't have two million for it. I don't want two million less. What do you want? I, want- I would sell this for two million dollars. Joe, you wouldn't have to have a cougar on your roof anymore. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell it for two million. I'm gonna keep it. Or I'm gonna but sell you want to sell it to me for five hundred thousand? No, I'm but I'm not going to sell it to you for 500,000. That's what Good, I'm saying. But you're not going to get it. I know what I'm saying to you is <laughs> if you knew you could get a deal on this ball, what's your number? What would what what is the most you Andy Lazarus would pay for this piece of baseball history? Um for the American League home run record? Yeah. Well, I'd probably uh you know if I knew I could get $2 million for it. No, no you can't get $2 million for it. You got to keep it. <laughs> I got to keep it? Yeah. Dude, $1,000. I don't really? care that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if somebody told you? What if somebody told you? Laz, you're the best. Love no. Aaron Judge. Why, why are the Giants so dumb? I mean, then I'd probably pay like $5,000 for it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you two more questions. All right. Aaron Judge signs with the... Uh, Giants this offseason. Yeah. How much how much are you willing to pay for this ball? Oh, that'll make Aaron Judge sign with the Giants? No. 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 Just that now he's a giant uh, $2,000. Okay. Yeah, not much how, more. How much are you willing to pay if I come to you right now and I say, "Listen, I've acquired the Barry Bonds 73. I've acquired it. It can be yours. Make me an offer." Barry Bonds, 73rd home run. Okay. Just so you know, this is probably going up in my garage, right? Right. Next to the roadhouse picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Barry Bonds, 73rd home run, honestly, I'd probably pay 10. 10K. Okay. Yeah. The reason I ask you, it puts it in perspective. Yeah. No, I don't like I I don't know the inner workings of the memorabilia game. No. Right? But I'm saying I, as a big I baseball fan who has right, a lot of yeah. memorabilia, I'm trying to get I got to some. I got some, but like it's not the most important thing to me, you know? Guys, we're at dirty slides on Twitter. Tell like Yeah. It, how it's much not would the you most pay? important thing? Tell, I, for Barry Bonds, 73, I probably pay 10K, $10,000 yeah. for a baseball that is going to sit and I'm going to be like, hey, that's Barry Bonds, 73rd home run. And people like are going to be either like you, be, man, that's awesome, right? Or like other, other people would be like, eh, all right. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. I know. I know. I'm not, a big mem- I'm not a big memorabilia guy. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. So I understand. Um, at Dirty Slides on Twitter, let me know what you would pay for the Aaron Judge. Let us know what you would pay for the Aaron Judge home run ball. To, and and you know you could qualify it. You could be like, listen, I'm a doctor. Uh, I'm do I do okay. I'd pay this much for it. Also, if you want to put it in perspective, 
with whatever team you're fans of, you know, uh, you're a twins fan. So tell me how much you'd pay for the Kirby sure. Puckett, the Kirby Puckett catch against the glass. Uh, you know, whatever that is. I'd love we'll to see you tomorrow night. Yeah. Ball. We'll like, uh, Oh, that's the home run. Or also yeah. tell us, what do you think this fucking guy in Tustin, what kind of dark web, uh, nonsense bullshit he is into that. He's trying to pay $2 million for this ball. Yeah. Cause th- there's some other weird shit that this guy's into for sure. You know, that he really makes his money off. I'll tell you what, I don't have $10,000 to spare. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have $10,000 to spare, but if you told me the Mookie Wilson ball was for sale for $10,000, you buy it. I put an ownership group together. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, listen yeah. guys, I have a line on the Mookie yeah. Wilson ball. I think that's fairly priced. Like these crazy, like one, like $2 million for a baseball that, you know, like really it's only value. True. Only value is to Aaron judge. Also, if there's dirty sports and dirty slides fans out of there that are just sitting on money, I want everybody to know. In fact, I'm going to grab it. The Joe Prano City Field first pitch ball is available for $10,000. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want the first pitch, the Joe Prano first pitch ball from City Field? I can get it authenticated. And honestly, you could probably get it for less than 10. You probably can't get it for less than five. But you can, but like, if is, there's it, a, is it is it going to be autographed? Is it going to uh, be personally autographed? To oh, it'll be personally autographed. Yeah, ten for ten thousand dollars, you can have it today. Just saying, you guys bought pieces of Andy Ruther's couch, so I don't know what kind of money you guys have out there. <laughs> but if anybody wants to make me an offer in the range of ten thousand dollars for the official Joe Prado City Field Ball, it can be it can be yours. What would you pay for the Mookie Wilson ball? I mean, I don't have any fucking money. Well, right. Well, what what kind of ownership group would you put together? Like. If if like, it was if it was available for ten thousand dollars, I would I would I would I would go to my brother and I'd be like, let's split this. You're gonna have to pay more, but yeah. I, I I got the deal done. <laughs> and honestly, we can keep it at your place. See, it's a fairly priced. I think it's fairly priced. Yeah, you know. Would you go to fifteen? If I went to fifteen, I have to get Doctor Pete involved probably, and yeah. uh, it'd be it'd be passed around between myself, myself, Doctor Pete, and Mikey. I think I think I get it done for fifteen. Yeah, probably can't go a lot higher than that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Two million dollars. Well, I'll I'll t- I'll tell I don't you trust guys, this guy one bit. What? This Tustin fella. If you give me ten thousand dollars for the Joe Prano first pitch ball, I might put that money to the Mookie Wilson balls. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know where my distrust of sports memorabilia comes from. I think remember the sports memorabilia guy who bought the Kings and traded for Wayne Gretzky. And then he got busted for some kind of crazy tax evasion, dark web shit. Yeah. I don't know about the dark web stuff, but it was definitely, there was definitely some, you know, some dark web type things going on. Yeah. I'll trust them. I'll trust no, them. No, and I don't trust memorabilia guys. A fucking, they're all yeah. sketchy scumbags. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys like looking for autographs at, you know, road men looking for autographs. I don't trust you, dude. Yeah. And they sh- those kids, they tried to shame a Mike Trout. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Mike Trout. When he's walking shame. out of the hotel. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to. Uh, Did you know Mike Trout has 350 home runs already? I mean, it's unbelievable. He had 40 this year, didn't he? Yeah. Free Mike Trout, free Otani. Uh, guys, tweet at us. 
at 30 slides, tweet at us your judge home run ball offers, your personal teams. The the tell me the 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 piece of your team's memorabilia you would spend the most on and how much. And tell me and throw me your offers for the Chopino uh, first, <laughs> City first field ball. Um also tweet us anything that you want. We will be back uh next week. Early, early next week. Um, after these wild card series wrap up, they have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yeah, tweet us your wild card thoughts. Your NL and ALDS start on Tuesday. So Andy Laz, let's call it Monday afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. post, post 30 sports for another episode of this fine show. And you guys have an opportunity between now and then to be part of the content creation of the show. Tweet at us at dirty slides. Uh, follow me at Joe Prano on all social media, except for, um, Twitter where I'm still at fix your life. Follow Andy Lazarus at Andy Lazarus uh, and Venice gaze on, uh, uh, Instagram and TikTok now. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh oh, I wanted to mention it. We got we'll, Tahoe. We'll both be Tahoe there coming up for you yep. for you Northern California, Sierra Mountain types, Nevada. We'll be at McDuff's pub, the greatest pub in the whole world, uh, for a show on Sunday, October 16th, to support the Boys and Girls Club of South Lake Tahoe. We'll be playing in a tournament, a golf tournament at Edgewood that day. It'll be me, you. Gubby, Dennis Gubbins, uh, and Pete Sestaro, a former guest of this show, all guests of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Um, We will uh, be playing there, and then we're going to do a four-man show at McDuff's. If you go to McDuff's uh, Instagram right now, I believe tickets are $75 a person, which seems expensive, but not when you consider that you're getting four fantastic members of the DSPN family and that the proceeds go to charity. So if you want to come see the four of us do stand up, uh, go to uh, McDuff's Instagram or the McDuff's.com McDuff's it's McDuff's 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 pub Tahoe on Instagram and or the uh, Boys and Girls Club of South Lake Tahoe's website and get your tickets um, and come see us because it's going to be super fun. Super Um, fun. Can't wait. And uh, other than that, Laz. Do you have any do you have any parting thoughts? Um my only parting thought, um, besides our last parting thought that we'll do in a yeah. second, is that um if I'm wrong about the Phillies having frying pan gloves, I swear I'll apologize on Monday if they get past the Cardinals. But I'm pretty sure they have frying pan gloves, and I think they're gonna lose. And I love that you, on your own, not even knowing the history, have essentially doubled down on exactly what <laughs> Keith Hernandez said. Keith Hernandez. Now, Keith Hernandez. Well, you know, we're both from the city. Keith both Hernandez may or may not have been pushed off a curb in New York City for saying that by a Phillies fan. <laughs> so Can't watch your it. shoulder. You've yes. had the surgery. Yes. Watch your yes. shoulder. But honestly, and I say it with a PH, fuck Phillies fans. But also... Fuck John J. Fisher. <laughs> <laughs>